Kathy Schultz reporting from the United Rentals Total Control and Innovation Conference in San Antonio. I'm sitting down at the conference here with Stuart Binstock, President and CEO of the Construction Financial Management Association, and we're talking about a very deep topic, the issue of suicides and suicide prevention in the construction industry. What is the degree of the problem with suicides within the construction industry? Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Um, it is probably one of the things least understood in the construction industry in that suicide in the construction industry construction is the leader uh, of suicide of any industry in the United States. Uh, there is the incident rate of suicide in the construction industry is the highest of any industry. Uh, the, the Center for Disease Control uh, does uh, studies every couple of years and last year they came out with a new study that listed construction as having the highest incident rate. Uh, a couple of years before that we were the second highest and unfortunately we have not gotten better, we've gotten worse. What are some of the contributing factors that you're seeing that have driven that number up? Well, um, you know, there, there are a number of factors uh, that the industry has that um, it's, it has a lot to do with the culture uh, of the industry. So there's this kind of stoic, uh, tough guy culture. Um, the um, demographic with the highest incident rate of suicide is 25 to 55 year old white men. Uh, that is a large portion of the uh, construction industry uh, workforce. The, um, there are other issues specific to construction, uh, things like family separation, isolation. A lot of times, you know, uh, companies uh, get projects outside of their normal location, so they ask people to go uh, and work for six months in isolation. Uh, that has a big impact on people. Uh, there's uh, shift work, which sometimes causes uh, sleep deprivation. Uh, there's seasonal layoffs, uh, and so that has a big that can have a big uh, negative impact on a family. It's income that leads to stress. Um, there's a kind of a tolerant culture for alcohol uh, and substance abuse. Uh, there's chronic pain. There's a lot of injuries in the industry. Um, and that chronic pain is often um, uh, addressed by taking uh, prescriptions, uh, opioids, and those opioids lead to uh, getting hooked on opioids. And I think we've all seen recently uh, articles where there's a high uh, suicide rate for people who get hooked on opioids. And then um, there's access to lethal means. The uh, construction industry, uh, there are a lot of uh, uh, folks who like to hunt, uh, they have guns, and uh, unfortunately, they sometimes turn them on themselves. And I absolutely understand that. We have a friend who was a longtime construction worker who committed suicide, and it was a situation of alcohol abuse and having access to weapons because he was a hunter. Mm -hmm. So I can absolutely relate to that. Yes. Um, and it's something that's very impactful, not just for the, the um, company, but it has widespread implications from what you were telling us during your presentation. Oh, sure. I mean, we started this initiative about four years ago. 
and I, I'd say we came at it from really an altruistic kind of approach. It was the right thing to do. And a member of ours wrote an article, and we had no idea the impact that article was going to have. But quite frankly, um, it is a uh, safety issue, and it's a risk management issue. Uh, I tell the story of an electrical contractor who uh, their foreman uh, died by suicide by hanging themselves uh, in the boiler room of a Fortune 100 company. Uh, the uh, CEO of that company had to go out to the Fortune 100 company and explain how they could continue to work on the work site, how, how their, their employees would not be adversely impacted by this. And then they got sued by the uh, spouse because they, the spouse blamed the company for his uh, suicide. So um, it, it has enormous impacts on a company. I mean, it is an awful, there's nothing more awful I can think of from a personal standpoint but it's almost as bad from a company standpoint. Absolutely. So you mentioned an initiative. Can you just talk us through what that initiative is? Sure. Um, so about three years ago, or three and a half years ago, we formed the Construction Industry Alliance for Suicide Prevention. We realized that this was a, a, a big issue once this article came out in our magazine four years ago, and we said we've got to do something about this. So we brought together uh, uh, some of the associations in the construction industry and uh, we were pleasantly surprised that we actually got over 80 organizations uh, associations unions mental health organizations to, to partner with us to form the construction industry alliance for suicide prevention it's uh, matured now and uh, last year uh, it be, uh, we formed a 501c3 so uh, we can now accept donations that are tax deductible um, and um, we are growing the organization, so it's really not about CFMA. It's really an industry-wide effort, um, and uh, we now have a new kind of motto, uh, stand up to suicide prevention, uh, and uh, the website is, and I should, that's an important piece of information to impart to people, it's www.preventconstructionsuicide.com. Uh, and I encourage people to go on that website. You can learn all about the issue, um, and you will um, uh, see everything that we're doing, all the resources that are available, uh, and they are quite extensive. There's some training programs that are available, uh, and as I say oftentimes, we're not trying to turn people into experts. We're not trying to turn them into psychiatrists or psychologists. We're trying uh, to create awareness. So it's www.preventconstructionsuicide.com. So in terms of next steps, if a company is concerned about suicide prevention, in addition to going to the website, what else might they be able to do within their organization to help m minimize the risk? Well, we have uh, on the website, we have uh, some training programs. We've partnered with a group called Living Works, and they have uh, some training programs that you can purchase from the website. Uh, it's very inexpensive. I mean, the program did cost $30 per person. We're partnering with 
Living Works that's now actually uh, $15 per person. Uh, so it's very minimal cost. And uh, the training will help people understand the nature of the issue and identify the warning signs. Uh, and so we think it's a really valuable tool that country, uh, companies can take advantage of. Excellent. Well, thank you, Stuart, for giving us some great insight into this very important issue for the construction industry. Thanks very much.